Well, hello everybody. This is Deborah Vanest with Thinking Agenda and Artist Heart. Um, today I'm going to do the question of the week. And I thought of a video, but I decided to stick with um, doing this kind of through a mini podcast because when I do a video, you know, I'm so subconscious of how I look and what I do with my hands and my glasses and it's, you know, I'm not a video person. I was enjoying doing videos for Artists Hard and showing our art kits and, and making little teeny commercials, but I'm not quite there yet with videos. And lately I've been seeing so many cuckoo videos of just people kind of losing it. And not that I would make a video like that, but, you know, it's like I'm we're oversaturated a little bit with... Um, videos right now in my opinion so I thought maybe this would be much more spontaneous and real and um, so I was talking to a friend and she was talking about um, where the anti-cult movement is going to be like after this pandemic and of course what we were kind of going back and forth on was more or less opinions um, but I thought it was important enough to bring up as a topic. And I asked her if I could bring up the question on our question of the week, and she was fine with it. So what was discussed is, are there going to be any anti-cult organizations even left over after this? Well, I want to um, emphasize that I have no idea what other anti-cult orgs are doing or where they stand um, financially or what kind of backup they have for this for an emergency uh, if finances don't arrive or if they have benefactors so you know um, I am no expert to say well there's not going to be any anti-cult orgs standing after this everybody is impacted um, from the smallest businesses to the largest. So we're all in this pool together. And I think that's what we have to shift. So we have to realize we're in a collective consciousness right now. We're not in our little bubble. And if any nonprofit can kind of shift to that and deal more with the current issues at hand, um, it would be a, a good shift at least for now. Um, thinking agenda has always been very fluid and I've, I've always been very real. I don't sit on a pedestal and just, you know, try to act like a leader or, you know, I'm not even that careful about my public image. I've been criticized for swearing. I've been criticized for not being professional, for being too raw, too real, too opinionated, but that's just who I am. So, for us, we're able to make that shift slowly, to be more community uh, aware, to put out information that is more pertinent at this time, and it's okay if everything is on, on um, frozen right now because we've always funded our organization. So nobody can pull the plug but us. So we're not depending on sales from the magazine, we're not depending on artist's heart, we're going to wrap up Artist's Heart uh, 100 Art Kid Mission um, at the end of the year. 
and still fulfill a donation to Arnold Palmer. What might suffer is not giving kits out to um, cult members. And, you know, cult members, we're not going to quite be able to do that because we're only going to probably be able to afford um, between 30 and 50 art kits. And we're going to turn that over to Arnold Palmer. We didn't hit the 100 unless there's a big surge of interest in sales, then we can hit the 100. But given what we've gone through, I still think it's a good achievement, and it's still a positive um, ending at the end of the year. Um, Anti-cult organizations, they really depend on donations. They depend on the news. Um, they depend on... Um, their own experts, and we see that dwindling quite a bit. Um, cult news is not really pertinent like it was, you know, six months ago with all the different scandals. There's been a drop in a lot of interest. There's been a huge drop in interest in art. There's been a huge drop in a lot of interest because people are losing their jobs. People have gotten sick. People are worried about their loved ones. So it's like a very tight interest right now on things with science, medicine. But one thing that won't go out of interest is critical thinking, medicine, science, fact-checking, journalism. And that's one thing we always had our foot in. And so I think personally, if I could speak for Thinking Agenda, if we make a shift more towards those arenas, um, we're fine with it, and it would be a uh, just a natural evolution for us as a company. I'm not saying we would drop all our anti-cult awareness, but it would be a branch on our tree, not the trunk of our tree, you know. And so it would kind of shift a little bit for us. But as for other anti-cult orgs, it is sad that they've had to cancel a lot of um, events and stuff, but they had no choice. and. All we can do is just hope that we all make it out and we have a better way of being connected to one another and we have a better way of wanting to work better together. So I hope that comes out of all of this in the end and um, there's not too much devastation in the wake in the anti-cult movement and I think also in my opinion the anti-cult movement is really going to depend on independent journalists, activists, advocates to keep the work going. So if you are an activist or an advocate or you write, please keep it going because it's going to wind up being on the individual and outstanding individuals that do work. If you do blogs or podcasts and there's hardly any um, people viewing it or listening, that's fine, you know, let it go, spend time with your family, take care of yourself, do what you need to do, and pick it up later, you know, don't worry, especially if you don't depend on it, don't worry about it, take care of yourself, again, that was kind of the question of the week, I hope it didn't get too convoluted, thank you for listening, and again, this is Deborah Vanette.